Hello, fellow geeks! Welcome to another episode of Stolen Fate from Level 1 Geek. As usual, we have Chase as our intrepid game master, M as the invincible Crunk, Katie as the unflappable Gingham, and Tori, that's me, as the overwhelmed Jack. This is the audio version of our actual play video series, which you can watch over at youtube.com slash level1geek. Now, let's roll. Good evening, everyone. Roll initiative, because that's where we left off last time, and that's what we're going to do right out the gate. Welcome to Stolen Fates, where we're about to fight things. So, oh. I added you guys all to initiative, and we're about to fight a very handsome tiefling-ish looking man, and some other things, whose game is death, as we decided last time. Well, the mercenaries, death. we decided that was their job, not their, not their game. Ah, right, right, their job, definitely. I mean, Ooh, th that's important. Can I difference. Use my battle cry. Can you use your battle cry? Uh, probably. What does that do? I can make an intimidation, or a, I can attempt to demoralize a creature when I roll initiative. Basically, I yell with a murderous rage, and they get scared. Hopefully. Yep, you sure can. Okay, I'll roll that right up. And how many things does that target for you right now? Just one, right? I believe it's just one. Yeah. All right. Who do you want to yell at? Want to yell at Dyrol? <laughs> he's already he's already demoralized. Let's be honest, <laughs> he's already scared of me. Okay, I guess I'll I will demoralize the one next to me. This one down, the one next to between. Well, not between me and Dyrol, but this archer-looking rogue person right next to Dyrol and me. I think it's it turn it starts as a an exclamation of surprise when uh -huh. this when the six-limbed creature falls through the ceiling and then turns into like uh okay let's do this so starts as, as a, ah, ah. yeah that about ah. right? and then <laughs> and then a shout in the face of this person who dropped next to me i love it go ahead and make that free intimidate Oh yeah, I have to roll dice. I can't just rolling narrate. dice is good. Speaking of rolling dice, you guys all get a hero point. Remember, hero points carry over. Ooh. So make sure y'all got that tracked. My first hero point. I'm, right, that's I a... uh, crit failed. <laughs> all right, you are demoralized. <laughs> you are frightened. One. No, <laughs> that actually tracks though. It didn't turn into an intimidating shout at all. It just stayed as a shout of surprise. <laughs> right. All right, initiative is rolled. Jack is surprised. You're you're a little bit shook by everything dropping through the ceiling, uh, but you're you're ready for it because you got the top initiative. So, Jack, you're up. Yeah, I'm surprised yet ready. I'm yeah, I'm frightened. It's like you just stab. You don't even know what you're stabbing. Maybe you <laughs> stab Gingham. Like who could? Oh my goodness! Let's hope I don't do that. Darnell not... got stabbed. Dyrol. Okay. Who's Darnell? Darnell? You keep calling him Darnell. <laughs> Maybe he should have named Darnell. I thought Darnell. it was a bit last time, but now I think it's just stuck in your head that way. <laughs> I think you're right. <laughs> I think right. I was a bit last time, and now it's stuck. Okay, well, first action, pull out my rapier, because I don't imagine I had it out, because I was trying to talk Dyrol down and calm him down, so I probably didn't have my rapier out. Pull that out. Then I will come over here. I'll come down and around this 
whatever this is. This is this a stove or something in the in the workshop? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah so like I, a little I forge set. I weave and dodge and tumble around the the forge onto the other side of uh, one of the mercenary looking people who've dropped from the ceiling. So I'm flanking them with Dyrol. Hopefully he's not completely useless and can flank with me. And then I will strike for my final action. All right. Sounds great. With Bloody Liar, my rapier. Did I tell you guys that I named my weapons? I don't think I ever did. My rapier is Mm -hmm. named Bloody Liar, and my dagger is called Outcast. Ooh, I like that. Are these things you've been called in your past? Well, Outcast because it's it's got a returning rune, and I am using it mostly for throwing. So I thought that was clever. And then bloody liar. I don't know. Yeah, Jack is a liar and rapiers make things bleed. Yes, Katie, you're raising <laughs> your hand. I was just wondering if it's also on your dagger because you say, hey, yeah, when you throw it. Hey, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then it's out. Wow, what a pun. That was very bad. I don't get it. Is this like a music joke? It's a band. Yeah, oh, it's okay. a music joke. Okay. We'll just I'm leave sure it. it was great as it was yeah um that's a 30 <laughs> to hit with their flat-footed ac they are flat-footed and Yay! i'm waiting for him to say they're not that flat-footed they're not that flat-footed it's been renamed it's now off guard ah well mm. they are off guard because we're converting into the new rules okay so uh what was your hit a 30 30 a 30 is going to hit yes okay Rolling damage, whoa, two ones on my 2d6, that's rough, buddy. But I have two more d6 for sneak attack. So okay. starting with four base damage plus, a little better, seven more. And okay. 1d6 of bleed damage, persistent bleed damage. So that does not get rolled yet, but that will apply Correct. on their turn. So they're they're bleeding. Okay, yeah. I, yeah, I stab them through with my rapier. Yeah, they look a little bit surprised to see you drop down. And, or Do to they see look more or when they less surprised down. than Jack, who is currently frightened? <laughs> uh, you know, they got masks, so it's hard to tell, but the eyes get wide like there was only supposed to be one. Ah. And, you know? And now someone's stabbing me. Now somebody's stabbing me. Their exactly. reaction. Okay, exactly that's my turn. Like. All right, Crunk, you're up. You rolled athletics for your initiative. I you're did. charging directly at this guy. I'm just thinking that I should have cast a spell to get an arcane cascade, but it's too late for that now because I said I was charging. So let's get in here. We're running at this guy. We're lifting up a weapon and we're going to attack. <laughs> Who are you? Shit, I can't think of anything to say back. So you know what? Krunk's not going to say anything back. Instead, <laughs> he's just going to slash them. And here we go. Oh, dirty nine. Damn it. Oh, 39 to hit. 39 to hit is a crit because that's all Krunk does is crit, apparently. Yes. He's such a good boy. (laughs) (laughs) All right. This is not with any sort of spell strikes. This can be less than normal, except it's 52 right off the bat. All right. Not one for the formalities. Krunk is going to like kind of give a little bit of a grin. And yeah, final action. Final action, what should I do, Chase? I can't raise a shield, I'm two-handing my weapon. You can cast shield if you have the cantrip. I'm going to cast shield, thank you. That's what I wanted to do. You read my mind. 
Fantastic. All right. Shield has been cast. What does it look like? What's your shield look like again? When you oh. magically do it? Yeah. So with a shield, there is just like, it looks exactly like a shield that comes up, right? It's got the flat top, the curve down into a point, and it just looks like it's a very, very thick like wall of force that's just hanging in the air above him, waiting to catch the next strike. And a reminder for those who are just listening, we've got Crunk currently out front of the building, out on the street fighting this devil, and then Jack and Gingham are inside the building with Dyrol. So we've got a little bit of a back-and-forth scene here. All right, we are going to go to one of these lovely ladies that dropped down from the ceiling, the one over here on the left closest to Jack and Dyrol. They drop down with their bows out. She is going to look alarmed that there's more people in here as well. She's going to quickly swap that one her bow chase? for a rapier. First action, look alarmed. <laughs> no, that's a free action. First <laughs> action is going to be to swap weapons to a rapier. Second action is going to be to move over here. No, I'm off guard. You are off guard. I like that. I like that new term. And then she is going to strike at you with a rapier. Okay. That's going to be a 30 to your flat-footed or your off guard. There's my AC. I just forgot where it was on this sheet for a minute. Yeah, that's <laughs> that definitely hits. Excellent. All right. So here is the damage. So it's going to be 13 plus they also have sneak attack, which is going to be an extra 2d6 here. So 13 plus 6. That's a 19 total. Owie schmowie. You were at the wrong place at the wrong time. That is her turn. All right, this thing right here with the four arms, the hood, the glowing eyes is going to stand up tall and it's going to let out like a breathy hiss at Gingama. And then uh, it's just going to wildly swing with every dagger. No. When you say every dagger, how many daggers? Yeah. Four. Four oh, daggers. Oh, no. All at once. Uh-oh. It's really too bad we're not in the same same room together. All right, that's gonna be a 33 to hit you. Hit. This is gonna be this is gonna be weird. This is gonna <gasps> be some weird damage. It's gonna be okay. this, and then we're gonna times it by four. So 40 damage. Wow. Whoa. Oh, because you hit with four daggers, you only have to roll once? Yeah. <gasps> Goodness. Yeah. E and it's evil damage. Yep. You are you are not evil, right, Gingham? No. Okay. Yeah, this thing's just a whirlwind of daggers. It hits you with a bunch of them. And then as its last action, it is going to raise a magical shield up. It's going to start swirling its daggers, and they're going to form a green necrotic-looking shield in front of it. Is Gingham just, like, rapidly stuffing straw back into themselves oh. and like <laughs> stitching up clothing that has been shredded by these daggers maybe <laughs> <laughs> and it's your turn gingham wasn't very nice now was it gingham is going to yep scurrying so that i can see jack 15 feet away and down from hurdy arm blades and i would like to jack the one above you is the one you hit right yeah one between well, myself and Dyrol. I'm going to hold up my little bird skull and listen to it. And I'm going to exploit this one's weaknesses. Or vulnerability is really what I meant. I'm just going to roll. There's a Turk lore. Ah, 28. 
28, and you're rolling that on the dagger one? No, I'm rolling it on the uh, bow lady above Jack, because that's who Jack's attacking right now. Ah, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. 28 is not quite enough. They are humanoids. They're dressed like some sort of mercenaries, but a little too vague and does not succeed. So it, it fails? It fails. I would like to exploit a personal antithesis then. Ah, you can do that on a fail? Yes. Uh, failing to recall a salient weakness about the creature, you instead attempt to exploit a more personal vulnerability. Exploit the creature's personal antithesis. So, Gingham's gonna, like, clear their throat and dig in their pockets really quick. They're gonna pull out a broken bowstring and dangle it in front of the lady and be like, oh, you shouldn't let your weapons go so to waste, should ya? So that happens which means that they gain weakness to my unarmed and weapon strikes equal to two plus half my level. So it'll be weakness eight. And I'm going to go, don't you think so, Jack? And I'm going to share weakness with Jack. Nice. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that's three actions. Man, weakness eight. This is weakness crazy. Yeah. That's so good. Okay. All right. Sounds good. This one's going to go and give you kind of a funny look and then give the other lady a funny look. And then shrug, and she's going to swap to uh, her rapier. Uh, Jack, do you have any reactions for this? This is an interact. No. Okay. And then she's going to take another interact, and she's going to pull a rag off of her side. She's going to wipe it over the rapier, and then she's going to stab you with it. Can I use nimble dodge? You sure can. Okay. Okay, here is the attack. Your AC is plus two, which is going to negate your off guard. That's a nat Ooh. one. Natty one. Ooh. Pull a card. Pull a card. Uh, that's a nat one. They're using a melee attack. So they clip their own hand when they go to stab at you. And uh, it's going to rub the blade on them when, you, when it deflects or when you dodge. So it's going to give them some persistent bleed. They already have it. It's going to up theirs to a d8, though. Oh, this is the one between myself and Dyrol? Who did yep. this? Uh-huh. Okay. Jack's going to laugh. Watch yourself there. That thing's sharp. <laughs> all right let's see so that is applied and then you know what because they technically hit themselves with a weapon they just poisoned i'm gonna have them suffer the poison as well nice which is going to be that's rough for them 2d4 damage as well you hear them kind of gasp and shrug their hand back they'll take five damage the bleed is worsened and then that is going to be their turn at the end of their turn they're going to take five bleed damage, and they will recover from the bleed with a nat 20. Hang yo. Okay, right. that's fine. Dyrol is up, and he's just going to show, ah, I told you, I told you. And he's going to dive into this room, and he's going to slam the door Oh my him. gosh, he is ah. useless. And you're going to hear a lock. All right, Jack, you're up. You're frightened, has fallen off. Yeah, he has traded frightened for pissed. <laughs> he he looks at Gingham. He does take a moment to look at Gingham, just like, can you believe this guy? Gingham just tilts their head like... Uh. Luckily, Jack is not out of tricks yet. I will attempt to faint against the one who stabbed herself with her poisoned blade. I reminded, this is the one that Gingham did the weakness to, correct? No. The, oh, the, one? One that, this one. the one that the one that's damaged. having a rough time. Okay, the one that's lovely. having a time. Mm -hmm. So I will make a deception check. I'm rolling 
That is 39. That is oh. going to critically succeed. Lovely. So on a critical success, the, she is now off guard against all melee attacks until the end of my next turn. Nice. Not, that means not, not just, just my Europe. melee attacks. Yep. Fantastic. She's flat-footed, so I kind of like, you know, jab one way and then come around the other way with my rapier. And I'm Did you say till the end of your next turn? Uh-huh. Wow, that's really good. Okay. So now I will try to strike with my rapier while she is off guard. That's a 30 again. A 30 is going to hit. It did last time, so that makes sense. All right, that's 10 damage okay. plus... Reapplying the bleed. 2d6 for sneak attack. Another 8. So 18 damage total plus 1d6. And then another attack. 8 because she's weak oh, yeah, to your Oh, yeah, because you're weak. Jack looks a little surprised at this little extra damage and glance spares a glance toward Gingham, very confused at what has happened, but except she's like the so help. concerned about how the bowstring got taken off that she's not really defending herself properly. <laughs> how did you get that off my bow? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay. The I have one more action. Do I want to stay where I am? No, probably not because. I don't want to be off guard. So can I, what is this thing next to the wall here? Can I step in that square or is there like a machine there? Yeah. So that is uh, like a billow crank for, for, no, it's a grindstone. So you could stand on top of it. It would be a rough train to move on top of it. But then you, you know, could. actually, you know, I'm not really going to get unflanked here. So maybe I'll just strike her again. By the way, I have debilitating strikes. So I'm going to make her enfeebled one. <laughs> And then I will, yeah, I'll strike one more time. Okay. She's enfeebled. Here it goes. That's only a 22. 22 is going to miss. Okay. That, that one she's ready for. My turn. All right. Did we skip the big guy last Yeah, turn? because I was going to ask, because he hasn't attacked me, and I still have my shield up, and I'm just like, what's going right. on with okay. that? So we're going to step back for a second to him. So you're out there with this big guy. Uh, you know, you skipped the greetings, you cut him really good, and uh, he's gonna just kind of smile. He looks very gleeful about the fight. He's gonna stamp his axe on the ground, he's gonna step back very cautiously with a step, and then his hand is gonna glow with some blue magic, and he's gonna cast a spell on himself. On and himself? On himself. Mm -hmm. And uh, after he does it, the blue magic flows over him, and then it seems like his movements get a lot quicker. Mm -hmm. Okay. And that is going to be his turn. So now, Crunk, we're back to you, and it is your turn. I, I see what you've done here. I didn't realize I was fighting against another martial magic user. Ah, you do! A bit. It's a shame I'm going to have to take that ugly head off your shoulders. I not believe he just said that. I think that I am going to step up and try to... Spell strike him. All right. We're going to go big. We're going to go big with a shocking grasp. Fifth level. Oh, putting it all uh, on the line. We're putting a lot of it on the line right now. My heart's going a little bit. I'm a, I'm, I'm pretty nervous, but Kronk's like says that, right? Uh, just a little. And his sword starts to light up with electricity as he steps forward and he does this humongous overhand chop at this guy. Oh, please hit, please hit, please hit. 
29 is going to hit. Ooh, how close am I to a crit? How close are you to a crit? Not at all. I kind of want to use my hero point because this is my last big spell and I would like to crit him. I think it could be game changing. Hey, you gonna go for it? Okay. Yep, I'm using my hero point, taking that away. Better result plus two. Okay. Fingers crossed, fingers crossed. No! Okay, Uh, it was so close on that 19. I know, I saw it there. It was kind of rude. All right, 31. 31 is going to hit. Just a normal hit. Okay, here is weapon damage. Rolled kind of low on that, just a 20. Here comes spell damage. Is he wearing metal armor? He is wearing metal armor. I have a plus one bonus to my attack roll, if that made a difference. It did not. All right, so that is just a flat uh, 47 damage. Okay, I've, I forget, is the persistent electric only on a crit? No, on a crit, it doubles the pers- uh, it does not double the persistent damage, so that means that the persistent is just there. Okay, and it's a d4, is that right? It's a d4 plus five, perfect. I will apply that to him. Now, Chase. Yes? The way this looks, do I hit him pretty hard? With then yeah. like the electricity like crackles across his armor as I am just like slammed into him and I have the I have it like my sword still pressed into his body and I'm just eyeballing him, probably looking down at this tiefling man, just a big grin on his face. Yeah, yeah. Cool. His uh, his grin has turned to a scowl now. Uh, you're not even supposed to be here. Well. I am, and Darnell will be under my protection from here on out. Who the hell is Darnell? <laughs> All right, that is Crunk's turn. Yes, it is. All right, we're going back indoors to the assassin, the one that is not weakened and bleeding. Now they are going to wipe their rapier with uh, with a rag of something, and then they are going to try to take a stab at you. Nimble dodge. Back. Nimble dodge, here it comes, plus two to your AC. Oh, it's not going to help you against a nat 20, though. No, no it's Rude. not. All right, let's see here. Let's draw a card for that nat 20. This is piercing. Oof. All right, this is going to be triple damage. Oh, my gosh. So mm-hmm. let's go ahead and roll that up. You are going to take 2d4 for the poison. This will not triple. So there's that. You're going to take five damage there. Then you're going to take this much damage for the rapier crit, this much more for the triple damage. So 36 plus 15 plus five, and then you're gonna take 66 of sneak attack damage. 22 sneak attack damage. Okay, so thir- so five poison damage. 36. Five poison damage, yeah. 15, 22. Where's yep. the 15 from? That's from the triple. So I rolled a crit, which is double. Oh, and then I, I rolled see. a normal damage yeah, for okay. the triple. Okay, wow. This is a lot of damage happening to Jack currently. Minus 22. So <laughs> that hurts. She stabbed you like right in the back. You can't dodge us both. Clearly. So that was the poison. That was the attack. And then she's going to stab you again. Seems unnecessary. Why not? I feel like she got the thing she did, you know, she wanted to do out of the way. 26. How about a 26? That is not going to hit anymore now that I'm not frightened. Nice. 
Good thing. All right, that is her turn. This little guy is up with the four daggers. This guy is going to call its daggers back, which were in a shield formation, and then it's going to spin them around it very quickly, and it's going to start phasing in and out of existence, moving in a really jittery, flashing type of way, and then it's going to re-put up the shield. So it's going to cast two spells, and that is its turn. Gingham, you're up. Oh, boy. Oh, dear. First off, exploit vulnerability again on the same lady. Oh, yeah, I think I it. roll again. So that's she's exploited again. He's gonna keep holding up the bowstring and be like, it's still broken. And then look at Where'd Jack. You get that? What? She shrugs it off, keeps fighting. They have then, a lot of pockets. It, it's just best not to question it as Jack is like bleeding profusely. Then, yeah, this is happening. Uh, Gingham's gonna be like, Oh, speaking of, gonna run up and hold out a healing potion to Jack as third action. Okay, excellent. Was it on a bandolier? Mm-hmm. You can feed it to him if you want. Ooh, speaking of, and it's a little hop too to get Just up to like Jack. Latch onto my shoulder or something and shove yeah, this potion like a in my mouth. Bit, it's yeah, it Gingham does a gasp, grab, run, uh, and a little what are you, hop. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and for those watching at home we use the old bandolier rules and i let people just draw and feed potions because i like it how much am i getting back for that well let's see this is a lesser healing potion so it's 2d8 plus 5 okay you heal for 15 thank you every bit counts excellent that's your turn gingham uh-huh all right it is the other assassin and the other assassin is going to Take another rag off of her belt, wipe the blade, take a stab at you. So here we go, Jack. They are enfeebled. Yep, that will okay. be calculated. Won't help in this case, but because they attack oh. with their dexterity. It could be 39. Can it be not a 39? If you want to use a hero point, I can reroll with a minus two. No, well, now I don't. Uh, I don't know, because I should have used it on the nat 20, maybe. Uh, I'm gonna. This is gonna be a crit. I all right. Reroll. Don't crit me. I can't go down yet. Okay. Here we go. Rolling again. Minus two from the worst result. That's a twenty-seven. That is so rude. That is exactly what you need <gasps> to hit me. You get hit by a twenty-seven. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm off guard right now. Oh no. no. I would like to use a reaction after you roll the damage. Okay. Here comes the damage. Uh, so we're going to roll 2d4 poison. We're going to roll 2d6 sneak attack. And then we're going to roll normal rapier damage. So 6 plus 2 plus 17. So 25 I'm just total. glad to know I'm not the only one who rolls double ones on their 2d6 sneak attack. <laughs> yeah, it's not, not so just Jack. Before Jack takes that damage, Gingham has their amulet, right? You see it flash a really bright orange and Gingham goes, oh, not again. Uh, and you're going to take eight less damage. From that. Thank you. And that flash will like get in her vision a little bit. It's called Amulet's Abeyance. Ooh, nice. So 15 less means you're only taking 10. Wait, eight no, less. Not 15, eight, eight less. Okay, yeah. I don't know where I heard 15 Take the 17. Probably. I mean, okay. I, she could take 15 less. Or... Yeah, if yeah. you want me to, Chase, I can do that instead. Yeah, you know. 
Eight's great. A list is fantastic. <laughs> so that hits you. They poison the weapon and they're going to go for one more stab. Here we go. How about a 26 this time? That'll miss your right? That misses. Woo. Okay. That is that one's turn. End of their turn. They're going to bleed for three. And we'll see if they recover. They do not recover. Oh, wait. Hold on. I'm sorry. You take even less. It's equal to two plus my level. I thought it was half my level. Whoa. You, you take 13 less. Okay, I was going to say, I thought 18 okay. was a little low. I read half my level. So I apologize. Add five health back, Jack. Yay. All right. It is this guy's turn, Crunk. He's looking pretty mad. He's going to shout, Havzy, a little help, damn it. And then he's going he's gonna to do some fighting here. He is going to... Is it an action to call for help? Is it an action to call for help? No, you yeah. can call for help. No, no, no. Him. Did it take one of his his oh, actions? No, that no, quickened, no. Uh, that quickened guy? No, definitely not. All right. I was he like, is going I'm to... not calling for help. He's the one who needs help here. <laughs> He's going to take a strike at you with his axe. Okay. Miss. Oh, man. That's only 23. Get out of here. All right, and then he's going to uh, look angry when you dodge the axe, and he is going to start casting a spell. I don't remember if you have op attack or not. Do you want to take any reactions? I don't have an op attack, unfortunately. Yeah, excellent. He's going Yet. to cast a three-action, because he is quickened, three-action magic missile. So this damage is just going to happen to you. 35 Man. damage. I take it. I can't stop it. All right, that's his turn. Die roll is going to do secret things in the room. Wait, let me guess. He's going to hide, cry, and suck at life, generally. Uh, we we can't be sure. We just can't be sure. <laughs> I'm pretty uh, sure, though. This guy crackles with lightning and takes eight damage, and we're going to see if he recovers from the damage. He does not. not. Okay. <laughs> Jack, you're up again. Okay. Well, that was a rough last round for me. <laughs> <laughs> so, this time... I'm going to, oh my gosh, and there's that stupid dagger creature. Okay. You could come get Krunk. Yeah, I have slightly more pressing matters. Fair. You did hear us yell inside, though. Jack definitely yelled out probably multiple times at this point after being stabbed. So Krunk can do with that information what he oh, will. Oh no, my um, friends. Okay, they're still off guard because I fainted. Mm -hmm. I think I always think that word is so funny because it sounds like I just dropped to the floor. I need a chaise lounge in here. I need a fainting couch. Oh, okay. I will skirmish strike, which allows me to step and strike at the same time. Ooh, nice. All right. That's one action, right? Yeah, I'm gonna, I'll step here. Okay. Just want to get unflat footed for the moment and strike at the same time. So here comes my rapier attack, 35. This is the one that you made flatfoot till the end of your next turn, right? Yep. That's a crit. <gasps> Get crit, baby! <laughs> Get wrecked by okay. Jack, by Do friend. I still have the weakness shared? Yep. Yay, okay. Here's my crit damage. That is 23 damage. 23 plus 16 plus for the weakness. And 4d6 for my sneak attack. Another 14 on top of that. Another 14. Okay, that one's a really solid hit. And doesn't your bleeding go up on a crit? It's 2d6 bleed. Okay. 
Sounds good. Still alive? Forget to debilitate something. Oh yes, yeah. Yes, that you if, do. Get get uh get enfeebled. Although that didn't do anything because I'll I'll reduce her speed by 10 feet in case she tries to run away. Okay, I like it. Speed has been reduced. Do you have All a right. greater wounding rune or is it just a normal wounding rune? Just just normal. Okay. I think that one just always does the 1d6 I don't think it has a special crit effect on it. Oh, okay. All right, that is it for Jack. No, that was one action, sir. Wow, what an action. <laughs> you can be done. I am not done. I'm not at all done. I will, I guess, strike again. Okay, you got it. That's only 23. 23 will is a miss. miss. And then... You know, I'm just going to move away. Oh, okay. but then I'm going to leave Gingham open to just getting all the attacks. When do you go, Gingham? This is a little bit. Well, I guess a one will bit. go. Uh, okay, I will step here. So then they at least have to use an action to reach me or swap to their bow. I will step. So I'm I've now stepped away from both of the mercenaries. I'm not in between them anymore. I'm stepping back by the by the little forge here. My rapier, you know, on guard, maybe going to die this round. We'll see that. Those are all my actions, though. Ingham is the weirdest support character. Because Funny. Jack is like fighting two of them and Gingham's being really helpful. But from their perspective, he's just like, I got your bowstring. Yeah, Kingham <laughs> has not harmed them at all. They've just been no. like, hey, hey. look <laughs> over it's here. Hey, hey, Jack, here's oh. the potion. Hey, Jack, don't you think you should hit him a little harder like this? Hey, hey, Jack. <laughs> he's like, ah, leave me alone. But also <laughs> don't do because you're helpful. All right, Crunk, it's your turn. Back outside. Okay. Here we go with Crunk, boy. Crunk is going to start this this round off with a spell chase. This is a special spell that I've never cast before. It is called Shielding Strike. It's a focus spell that recharges my spell strike. And I'm going to go ahead and make an attack. Bam! Once Excellent. again, this comes down, big sword, and he looks like he's not having fun anymore. Frunk has heard his friends in the building behind him. He knows he has to finish this fight fast so he can get in to help. We'll see what this strike says. What Ooh. about a 40, Chase? Oh, what does a 40 look like? 40. A 40 looks like a crit. Yay! Crunk hits again. Unfortunately, there is no spell associated with it this time. So it is going to be a mere 40 damage. A mere 40 damage. All right. Yep. You don't have weapon or critical specialization, do you? I don't think I have critical specialization yet. Okay, cool. So I take four, I deal 40 damage. Uh-huh. I'm going to drop into my arcane stance for my second action. So Krunk hits him, just, just beating him down again and again. Doesn't care about the mirage of magic missiles coming at him. And then he is going to cast... No, he's going to go into arcane stance. And then the final action, I think I'm going to try and disarm him. Okay, excellent. So that was one action for the strike. Mm -hmm. And then arcane cascade. Yep. And then uh, trying to disarm. Dis you got it. Okay. 
Okay. Athletics. I'm a master in athletics, if that master matters. Is that masters? <laughs> it's only a 33. Okay, that's going to succeed, which is not going to disarm him, but it will give him a minus two until he fixes his crit. Yep. Okay. Let's soak those quickened actions for sure. So right. what this looks like, slam down on him, just like so hard. And then he twists his blade really fast as he changes his stances and tries to just like almost loses that grip on the sword. Almost does, but not quite. All right, I love it. All right, that's it for Crunk. Yep. So we're going back inside to the mercenary house. And we've Chase, got- Chase, one thing yes. I forgot to say, this one I crit. Uh-huh. She, I do have my critical specialization. Oh, so okay. It doesn't make a huge difference, but she is flat-footed until the beginning of my next turn. So. Okay, awesome. We'll go ahead and keep- I left that there on purpose, totally on purpose. Look at that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, this one is going to go, and she is going to- Move. Gingham, do you have any reactions? No, not like that. Jack, you have any reactions? Moving past nope. you as well? No. Nope. Okay, uh, so move is one action, and then she is going to ready in action. All right. Interesting. Uh, this thing is going to go, and it kind of kisses and turns its head towards the side when it hears somebody from outside shouting for Habsy. And uh, it's going to hiss, and it's going to swirl its daggers around it like a cyclone, and then it's just going to vanish from your perspective, Jack. And Crunk, it's going to just appear right behind you. Cool. And then it is going to attack you with just one little dagger. You're off guard on this attack. It's an, oh. 31. A 31. I'm normally at a 32. I think I'm going to use emergency charge to cast the shield spell. Didn't you raise it already as part of your shielding strike? Oh, yeah, I do. I do. You can't, well, it says you can then either raise a shield if you're wielding one or cast shield if you have the spell. Yeah. So which one did you want to do? I, I did. You, I, you I'm two-handing my weapon, shield. so I had to cast shield. Okay. And shield for you at this is... It'd just be a plus one to your AC. So, so that brought me to 33, down by two for being off guard. So I'm at 31. Okay, so it does hit you right on Damn the Damn it. Darn it, so close. Okay. All right, would you like to use your shield block reaction? Mm. Yeah, I think it's kind of badass. Okay, excellent. So that will break your shield spell for a time. Okay. And let's see, you're at fifth level spells right now? I am all the way up to six level spells right now. Okay, so fifth is your highest tightened, so it's a hardness of 15. Mm -hmm. My sparkling Tarj. Yeah, I think that I get to try and stun everybody. Mm -hmm. I have dazzling block. So uh, when you use shield block, you create a flash of brilliant multicolored lights and a 15-foot cone each creature in the area must attempt a fortitude save with the following effects would you like to make your fortitude save and i'll tell you what effects happens yeah let's do it okay and that just happens right that's not like once per day or anything no <laughs> that just happens but i have to be an arcane stance that's pretty sweet okay that's gonna be 23 is that a critical fail let me double check but i'm at a 29 it's just a, it's just a fail sorry sorry i got really cocky for a second of there there's no need so, for that. So many crits. It's just, you know, it's I'm just, just assuming that Krunk is critting something. Yeah. They're blind for a round, Chase. 
and okay. they're dazzled for a minute, you may spend an interact action to rub your eyes in order to end that blindness. Okay, so for now, they stab you with a dagger, you block it. Let's see the damage here. And you're going to reduce this by 17. Mm-hmm. Here is the damage. Krunk's not evil, I imagine. No damage. Krunk is not evil. Chase. I, yes. May I narrate what this looks like? Yeah, please do. This creature pops up behind Krunk, and Krunk's eyes turn, and he, like, when he whips over his, like, face to look at it, I picture, like, glowing eyes, with, like, a little anime trail behind, and the big old shield spell pops up between them and just cracks, their dagger cracks into this shield and just light explodes in this person's face. So good. And you so don't even cool. take damage from the hit. You completely No damage. It. But it still ends your shield spell and you cannot use it for 10. That's right, really cool. We're, we're having different um, different experiences. This <laughs> I'm pulling them away <laughs> from you. It's okay. I'm having a great time. I don't know why you're... <laughs> we are having different experiences. <laughs> All three of us. <laughs> All right, Gingham, it's your turn. Back inside. Speaking of, we're going to continue to exploit vulnerability. And now Gingham is going from just dangling the bowstring to using it as a jump rope to see if that's how you actually use broken bowstrings. You think it's like this now when it's broken? And it's just jump roping. And then they're going to look at Jack and be like, oh, I think that if I keep doing this, they'll just keep looking at me and you could just hit him again. I love I that there's some kind of mystical effect to this weirdness. That yeah, Joel Jack is going to say, I don't know why this is working, but I'm just beyond questioning it. Just keep doing it. Gingham's amulet like, is, is also still in their hand, just kind of glowing this happy orange. Oh, I know. It's really strange, isn't it? That's two actions. And you're doing this one again for the weakness? Yeah. Um, we're right. just going to, yeah, we're going to keep up on that. And then, oh, man, what do I do for my third action? I will aid, I think. Yeah. Now, a reminder, aid will take your reaction as well when you use it. Oh, shoot. No, maybe I don't want to aid then because the other reaction's better. The, the one is still flat-footed. If you have a weapon, you could always just try and... Or... But it's not drawn. Is oh. the thing you draw? It. it is. It is hard to to jump rope with a drawn axe, I suppose. Oh, I okay. Just because this image is funny to me, Gingham stops on one foot and goes, "Oh, yeah!" Reaches in a cut portion of where this thing has sliced and pulls out a hatchet. Hey, 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 hey! The doll's arm too. <laughs> Gingham just looks at him with glowing eyes. What? <laughs> right, they're they're talking about you. You're the doll. Oh, that's up nice. You know how to yeah, use that me. thing? I think so. Jack takes this... a half step away from Gingham. <laughs> <laughs> this uh, bleeding mercenary says, "Don't worry about it. Get the get the guy first. She's going to step forward, poison her weapon. Looks like she only has one rag left on her belt, and she's gonna stab at you, Jack. I would like to nimble dodge. Okay." Nimble dodge, and you are now off guard once again, by the way. Yeah. And then uh, this one is going to take the readied action, and she is also going to strike you. Okay, I want to nimble dodge the, the poison poisoned one. one. Yeah. I figured. Okay. Here we go. Here's the poison attack. Ooh, that's going to be only a 22. Nope. 
And it sucks that that was the one I dodged because this next <laughs> one's probably going to hit me. <laughs> and here is the other one. 30. Yeah. Dang. <laughs> the, on the upside, I would have been hit even with the uh, nimble dodge. So, um, oh, yeah, Super fair. Okay, here's the damage. No poison on this one. But there is the rapier damage. And here is the sneak attack damage. So 20 plus 7, so 27 okay. total damage. I'm alive still. That is that mercenary's turn, and we have got... Oh, and she takes poison damage. She's going to take three of it. And let's see if it ends. And bleeding? That's what I meant, is the bleeding oh, damage. Oh, okay. And it does end, but not before bleeding for three. All right, we have got the tiefling gentleman outside. He is crackling with lightning. He's still looking like he's moving pretty fast here. And he's also not looking so great. I hope he's not looking so great. So he is going to give a good swing at you with your, with his axe here. How about... That's a miss. 27's a miss. You don't have the shield bonus anymore. Still I know miss? I don't have the shield bonus. I'm normally at a 32. Now I'm at a 30. Man, you are so tanky. I, that's what I'm built for, Bibi. Nice. All right. So that was a strike. And then he is going to step back. And then he is going to pull out this weird little token from his belt that looks like a ghost face. It looks really sad. And he's going to grin at you and he's going to crumple it. And when he crumples it, your head starts spinning. I need you to make me a will save. That's not my jam. Actually, it is Make my it. jam. If I get a success, I critically succeed. Let's Ow. go. What about a 33? That's a success, which makes it a critical success. Could that be please? Who are Ooh. you again? The name is Krunk. And I look like I'm about to charge him again. Stupid name. That's his mm. turn. All right. Uh, he is going to get zapped for another nine damage. Yeah. And he's going to see if he recovers. He does not. <laughs> and Dyroll is going to do things in the room, very useful things. And then it's mm, Jack's What turn. is he doing? What are his three actions this time, Katie? Uh, let's see. His three actions this time are stare at the wall, wish he weren't here, and laying down in the fetal position. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. Okay. I will skirmish. I will step and strike so I can put this mercenary off guard with gingham the Excellent. same one i've been hitting so we're just oh. doing this whole little dance all around this room just stepping and stabbing here we go oh, that's a that's a skirmish strike right uh-huh nice that is a 31 to hit 31's gonna hit all right that's nine plus seven sneak attack damage and another plus and the, the bleed is back on Lead is back on, oh, yeah, and eight. also taking eight from Gingham. Is she dead yet? Nah, she is looking real bad, but she's she's about as bloodied up as you. Like, you two look like you've traded horrible wounds back and forth. Uh, okay, she's gonna be, she's gonna um, lose ten feet from her movement. Okay. Uh, and I will strike again. All right. Oh my gosh, oh, I rolled so low on miss. all of my secondary strikes. They've uh, all been horrible. Okay. 
I've got one action left. Yeah. Gosh. What do we do? Man, is it dumb to just strike again? If you come back near me, I have more liquid heals. All right. I will remind you, you do have the rabbit prints invested, if that's ever a thing that you are interested in using. Oh, yeah. Ooh. I can retry a, a strike with a plus one status bonus. But I I'm might break my weapon. To, yeah, I'm not trying to force <laughs> Oh, that does not. I don't know if that's worth. It's not. Because maybe Gingham will hit her. Maybe. Okay, I'll just move over to Gingham. Okay, you got it. That was Jack's turn. Crunk, you're up. Okay, dokie. Crunk glances at the person behind him who he just blinded with a brilliant flash of light. And it's, I'll be back for you. And he's going to run at this dude, bringing his sword up over his head. And just like purple energy suffuses his blade as he does a phase bolt with a spell strike and attacks this guy. Excellent. He is going to op attack you on the phase bolt. Don't crit me. Yep, that's a net one. I absolutely won't crit you. I'll do the complete opposite. He will anti-crit you. Do I get a plus four to this attack? Let's see what you get. Yay! I forgot there's effects. He's going to fling his axe. Yeah! Uh, What was that about Tori saying that there's different experiences? Yeah, Yeah, we're having having different times here. (laughs) Krunk's going to come charging in, like, looking, like, so heroic and, um, and just, like... I've had a great time, and Jack's gonna be like, <laughs> I, I can't breathe. I'm dying. <laughs> oh, what happened while, to while you? Gingham is jump roping with a friggin' bowstring. Yeah. Okay. Okay, All Chase. Right. Make Chase, that attack okay. roll. So yeah, let's see. Let's see what this attack looks like. Fingers crossed. Rolling at a plus twenty-one, and baby, oh. we've got a thirty-four. Yours was almost a one as well. It danced no. on it and then tilted back. That's gonna, gonna ignore that. It's gonna hit. Okay. How do you do it? <gasps> can I roll my damage just so I can see how epic this kill was? Yeah, for sure. Okay, here is my sword damage. That is a grand 23. And then here is my spell damage with a total of, it's rolling, it's thinking, 19. So I think that Crunk's uh, strike was absolutely so powerful. It sent the battle axe flying as they collided midair and he sliced through this person, just laid open their chest and had to like lift up his foot and kick them off of his blade before he turns towards the blinded person, a little bit disappointed that they didn't see what just happened. <laughs> and he's just gonna be like, I said I was coming for you next. He looks like he's preparing to charge that one. And as this tiefling guy hits the ground, you hear him groan one final, who is that guy? Grunk! As his uh, heavy armored body hits the ground, your attention almost snaps to it. As he hits the ground, you can see he had some sort of card tucked onto the back of his belt. And as he hits the ground, it floats up into the air a little bit and then gently floats down and lands on his back. It looks like the back of the card matches the same deck of uh, your own horror card that you have. <laughs> Fascinating. We'll mark him as dead in case you want to loot the body. And anything else for you, Crank, or was that all your actions? That move, spell strike, that's all my actions. All right. 
I forgot that I did more damage because of Arcane Cascade. Will you help me remember that next time? I sure will. It's a good thing it didn't matter that time. Tell me about it. Big time overkill. All right, this mercenary is going to stride over to here. They're going to use a rag on their weapon, which now puts them down to one rag left. And they're going to nimble dodge. Here we go. Here's the strike. Please be useful for once in my life. Make this reaction count for something. It doesn't matter. Oh, man, is that going to hit you still? Yeah, it's a 33, or <laughs> even with my dodge. All right. I'm not, here I'm not crunk over here, okay? You've done pretty good, though. Pretty good. Ugh. All right. Here is the rapier damage 19. I've also rolled really neat. I'm down. Okay, we won't even roll the rest then. You're down. That wasn't a crit, so you're dying. Oh, hang on. Hang on a second. I have... I'm fated not to die. Let me see what this does, because I've not gone down before. Seems important. I draw a harrow card, harrow card, and you automatically lose the dying condition, though you remain unconscious at zero hit points. If the card you drew was from the suit of shields, you awaken and have an amount of hit points restored to you equal to 1d6 plus your level. Oh, okay, so we're going to draw a harrow card? Yeah. It's a free action, so I could I'll go down because I think it is when I have the dying condition. But well, I guess That's I could do it so right now. Cool. Okay, I will hold on to it for now in case they hit me again, because then I might be dying too, and I don't want to. Anyway, I'll wait. But it's All because right. I have a shielded fortune. Can I read that really quick? Yeah, for sure. You've always been tougher than your peers. As a child, you may have been able to endure the rough and tumble horseplay with friends more easily. You regularly emerged relatively unscathed from accidents uh, that could have been quite dangerous. At some point in your past, you had a particularly close call with death, be it from a near-fatal accident, a fight gone horribly wrong, a close call with illness, or something similar, like maybe encountering my hag mother as a child. Yet you quickly recovered. You may or may not believe you're, mo you're more fated to face unexpected hardship in your life, but regardless, you know you can take what destiny has to dish out. There you That's go. That's so cool. That's so cool. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Hey. All right. That is that mercenary's turn. That was her last action that brought you down, Jack. Gingham, you're going to hear her shout, Barnev, we got one in here. How's it going out there? You're going to hear a very loud crunk. You're going to see it. It's going to echo inside the door, and both of them are going to snap their attention outside. Barnev's dead? And uh, it's this thing's turn. <laughs> it is going to spend an action to rub its eyes. And you said that just ends the condition, right, Em? That ends blinded. It's still dazzled for one minute. Okay, excellent. And then it is going to get mad and do some things. This is going to spend two actions to blast this like it just looks like a wave to you like a kind of like a heat wave almost crunk it just looks like the entire air distorts in this swirling mass as it gestures its hands towards you and you need to make me a save what kind will will we'll save we'll, yeah okay will save you haven't let me down before don't let me down now cool. what about a 36 it's a critical success for you Dance. You wanna you wanna spread some of that over here, Em, or just keep it all <laughs> keep all the luck over there for yourself? Well, it's the thing. It's, it's about the outside. You have to be outside oh, to get luck. Yeah, that was you my should mistake. come out here. Okay. Mm -hmm. oh. yeah. yeah, that's how that works. 
All right. That's its turn. That is its turn. So we're going back to Gingham. Oh, Jack, no. Gingham will grab another potion and kind of like dump it on Jack. Pour one out for Jack. Yeah, pour one out on, no, not for, just on <laughs> Jack. Pour one out on Jack. <laughs> so you're you're going to heal a little bit. Big money. Oh, terrible money. Uh, Nine. You'll heal for Ooh. nine. Just enough so I'll be conscious for this next mercenary to kill me again. Oh, okay. <laughs> right. Done that. It's fine. Um, yeah, I'm going to exploit vulnerability again and like slap the bowstring down and be like, you don't just kill people like that, you know? It, especially with your broken things. I think I'm going to try to hatchet her. Oh! <laughs> I love it. All right. So feeding a potion, exploiting vulnerability, and then hatching. Yeah. Because she looks like bad like Jack did, right? Like, Gingham yep. can see looks bad like Jack. Okay. Yeah, it looks very this bad. Works. Uh, danced on the 20. I would like to use a hero point and reroll, please. Yeah, do it, do it. Like, the better result, plus two. Okay, this time. Ugh, 26? A 26 is going to hit. Yay! Hit. It'll be this plus eight, so eighteen damage. Please don't laugh like that. That means I barely missed How do you it. You do it. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> okay, so Gingham gets all upsetty about this, and they they kind of drop the bowstring a little bit, and then they just catch it so hard right into the thigh where that artery is and it just severs it and they just like pass it out and there's blood on gingham's skull and they look around and go yeah that's how that's supposed to be done oh my god the puppet is violent says the other one <laughs> gingham looks over i was just protecting a friend Havsy, we need help in here you're not going anywhere <laughs> All right, Jack, you wake up just in time to see that. And Gingham, is that your turn, yeah? Yep, that would have been all three. On Dyroll's turn, you're going to hear the door click. And you're going to see the door swing open. And Dyroll's going to come running out, wielding a short sword. And he's just bawling, tears streaming down his eyes. You killed my savior. I'll kill you for that. And he's going to step up over here. Not Ryan useless? Question mark? <laughs> Amazing. Well, we'll just see it when they attack. That's true. Jury's still out. Or question marks. <laughs> All right. That's Dyrell's turn. All right. We're at the end of the round. We have got two things dead. Jack on the ground. Why don't we go ahead at the start of this round? Let's take a quick break. And then we will come back to the top of round five. Okay. top of the round we got crunk facing down a thing that just unblinded itself and it's uh it's your go crunk crunk shakes off the spell that was attempted to cast on him a steely look in his eyes as he re well, releases his sword with one hand to reach up onto his back and 
pull down his shields. Now he's one-handing his bastard sword, and he's holding onto a shield. And then he's going to move. He's going to go here and sprint around this guy to get okay. closer to the door. He slides on the ground, and he's going to use another focus spell chase to do shielding strike. So I will simultaneously attack this person and raise my shield. And that's two out of your three focus points, right? That's two out of my three. All right. Which is very scary because I use my focus points to also heal. So be okay in there, y'all. Here comes... Oh, let me swap my grip. And let's go ahead and attack. This is still at a plus 21. Oh, wow, that dice spun so much. 40. What about a 40, Chase? The 40 uh, crit this dazzled mofo? The 40 does crit. Yeah. My goodness. <laughs> I I can only think of that that scene in Boondock Saints where he goes, "It was a firefight." Okay. <laughs> My spell Oops, strike sweet. is recharged, but I only did 26 damage. That was a 26 damage. This thing did not upkeep its blink when it unblinded itself. Okay. But I'm in our I think that even in Arcane Cascade that doesn't do extra damage unless I cast a spell. When you're in the stance, your melee stakes, strikes deal an extra damage. Yeah. Okay, the so magic, I deal an extra the stance two. puts you in like a magically enhanced stance. So. Oh, buddy. Two more damage you, then. You do an extra four because that was a crit. <gasps> an extra four? All right. That was you, Crunk? Yeah. Jack, you're on the ground. You woke up. There's a bleeding mercenary next to you. Gingham's bloodied. What do you do? Everything's oh, bad. And die roll's right next to you. And die roll is suddenly trying to be useful. Jack looks around, a little dazed, but will stand up as one action. So I am not prone. I will move down here to flank with die roll, and I will, uh, I will skirmish strike. So I will step and strike at the same time. You got it. As my final action, Jack says to Tyrol as he's like hobbling over, you couldn't have gone all heroic like 30 seconds ago. I thought you were dead. I. I oh, so you were going to wait until I died to do this? Listen, the curse doesn't come as easy to all of us, okay? God's a lot of help you are. All right. I'm, I'm trying. Try and strike. <laughs> 29. 29 is going to hit. Okay. That is going to be seven plus six damage and, and 1d6 bleeding. Just I... little by little. And this one's not exploited at the moment, right, Gingham? Right. Okay, that is going to be this mercenary, and she's going to look at you irritated through her mask. You need to learn when to stay down. If I haven't learned that yet, I don't think there's any hope for me. She is going to take a stab at you. I want a nimble dodge. Nimble dodge is on Doesn't the table. Matter. All right, that's going to hit you. There's no that's sneak attack this time. No poison. So This is just going to be a cool, casual 16 damage. A cool, casual 16 damage? Stop undoing my work. Goodness. What's that <laughs> plus nine from? That's crazy. Yeah, you know, they hit hard. I'm down again. 
So that puts you to dine two. Any free action? I don't know. I I will sure. I'll use my free action. All right. So we're gonna draw a horror card. If it's shield, then I am still up. All right. It was keys that we drew. All right. I am just unconscious at zero hit points. Okay. Excellent. So no longer dying. That was one action for her. She's going to point the rapier at Gingham and Dyrol. You two stay here. Be back for you in a moment. And then she is going to move out here. She's going to see Krunk. And she is, so she steps outside the building, sees Krunk, and she is going to draw her bow. Oh, okay. Sweet. All right. And then she is going to bleed for six damage. Beauty. And she will not recover. <laughs> All right. It is Havzi's turn. And Havzi is a little bit fed up of crunk stuff. Uh, Havzi's going to attack with all Havzi's daggers. Okay. So here we go. One attack roll here. Nervous. I'm nervous. Ooh. Ah, to hit. Oh, the invincible Krunk has been struck. I've been yeah. struck twice already. Sir Jack. Any, any shield block, I guess? Um, yeah, why not? We'll do a shield block. Okay, excellent. So this is going to be 48 damage. <gasps> Sweet. Now, Chase, I have multiple shield blocks. So does that mean I get to shield block twice? How do you have multiple shield blocks? Because I have a free reaction to shield block, and I raised a shield, so I can use my normal reaction and an additional one. Yeah, you know, technically this is four strikes coming in, so you can block. So I guess I guess we need to do these one at a time. So 12 damage is the okay. first one, and you're shield blocking that one. What's What shield are you using? What's the hardness? I'm using my spine That's... shield, um, but it's also sturdy. So it has a hardness of 10, 48... 80 HP, sorry. And then I also have the spines that have hardness six each, and they have they they reduce the damage by six and they deal <laughs> damage. Gotcha. Yours is a lesser sturdy shield. So your hardness is 10, but then you have your conflux thing, your arcane cascade for sparkling targe. Yeah. So it's gonna be hardness 12. And then you have five jagged spines. Also. I, I, they're, I have to make a save now because my blinding thing's going to go off. Okay, fantastic. Let's see here. Let's see what happens here with the damage first. Okay. So this is going to get kind of weird with your spines. The first attack is 12 damage. It's going to mm -hmm. snap off two spines. Okay. And then it's going to trigger your explosion thing. And then the second attack is going to hit, and it's going to snap off two spines. And neither you nor your shield are going to actually take any damage. Okay, so no damage. So you're, you're going to take 24 damage, and then I'm going to roll two fortitude saves. All right, what's your DC on the blind? 29. 29 is going to succeed. Okay, so a success with blinding. The other one was a 32 as well. Is They're still dazzled. So it adds an additional round of dazzled, but they're still dazzled for one minute. Did you take dazzled into account when you rolled your attack? I did. The flat check hit. Okay. Okay. All right. That is two of its actions. And then as the third action, it's going to raise its own shield, which is going to spin its daggers around. Okay. 
That is its turn. Gingham, you're up. Gingham's going to look at Dyrol. Can you help my friend? Uh, I think he's dying. I'm not, I'm not a doctor. He is. You should, you should close that door. There's more people to help. She said stay here. So she could kill us. You don't think we can fight her? Oh, but my friend outside, you know, the one that's causing all the other yelling. You have another friend outside? That's yours? Hey. Oh, okay. Um, I don't know if I can help very much. You've got to try. I'm only a foot tall and I'm still doing things. Find your old diplomacy, Gigam. This, this is taking an action to do Backhanded it. diplomacy? Backhanded diplomacy. No, this won't take an action. I'm asking you to roll this. Gosh, 19. Probably not great. He kind of looks at you and opens his mouth like he's going to say something and just closes his mouth and shakes his head. I'm, I'm just going to stay here. I'm sorry. A shame, really. I'm not, I'm not a fighter. Well, neither am I, but I still help and Gingham uncorks and feeds Jack their last potion that they have. Like so bad on heels. 11 health to Jack. That was one action. All right, Jack, you're wounded too and conscious. Can can hey. I see? Can I see? I could see her from here, right? The door's open. Yeah. Uh, we're just going to exploit her vulnerability. And since she's new, I'm going to roll a new lore. Okay. Roll it up. Roll it. 30? 30 is still a fail. Okay, well, what does Gingham take out now? Since she swapped her bow, Gingham's going to take out a dagger hilt because they definitely have one in another slash part. They're going to hold that up. Oh, hey, why do you keep breaking all of your things? She glances over. She's taking aim for a moment and shakes her head. I hate cursed items. I'm not cursed, but you are. <laughs> That is it for Gingham. Dyrol is going to scurry forward and help Jack up. He'll remove your prone condition. Hey, uh, are you okay? The, the, the just, puppet gave you a just potion. Just let me die next time, Gingham. I'm tired. Oh. Hey, you've got this. You've got this. I, I think there's only one more. She's out there. Oh, wow. No. Thanks for the pep talk. I've never felt so helped in my life. There's two. He's going to very coyly take a step back. So he's not in front of the door, and that's his turn. Crunk, you're up. Oh boy. Crunk, crunk, crunk. What are we going to do on your turn? My guy, my dude, we're going to take one action chase. We're going to take two actions, and we're in a spell strike. That's what's going to happen here. I don't know what this thing's weak to, so we're just going to do another phase bolt, because that seems safe. Here we go. Strike. I rolled a four. The luck has changed. We took oh, a break and man. everything's been terrible since then. All right, 25. <laughs> is that a miss? 25 is going to miss. So Chase, if I miss with a spell strike, I lose it, right? Yep. And like, I, I don't have a charged spell strike and I have to do something specific to charge my spell strike. That's correct. Ugh, and I'm almost out of conflict spells. Crunk's you can, always, you can always spend an action to re-spell strike. That's true. That's true. I will do a battle medicine. Let's let's keep myself healthy through since I'm gonna be taking like five attacks. I am gonna go ahead and treat wounds. I'm gonna go 
what's what's the tiers, Chase? 15, 20, 25? 15, 20, 30. I'm going to go for 20. If you're master, you can go for 30. If you're expert, you can go for 20. I'm master, but I'm going to go for the, the second one. Okay. Roll it up. Let's see it. That's a success. Good thing you did. I rolled another four. I'm not pleased with this sudden turn of events. So that will be 2d8. Sixteen. That's it. Sixteen. Big woof. All right. And that's it for you. Unfortunately, spell strike, battle medicine are all my actions. All right. Jack, you're up. Uh, Much to his dismay. (laughs) All right. I'm standing. Jack Um, will... Jack? Yeah, what, Gingham? What if you just wait a minute there, and then I'll tell you where to hit her, too. She doesn't know you're up yet. You could just stay there. Does does the vulnerability apply on any strikes? Like, if I were to throw my dagger? Yeah, it it would. Okay. All right, then. I... I'll just, can I I'll just hold my turn until after Gingham. All can right. I do that? Okay. Yep, you sure can. Jack will look annoyed for just a flash and then realize his condition and everything. And all right, all right, yeah, okay, good idea. This mercenary's gonna go. She's got her bow raised. She's going to grab the last rag on her belt. She's gonna rub it over one of the arrows. She's gonna take aim. Havzi, the boss is done. Get us out of here. You're going to run? All right, and then she is going to take a shot at you, Crunk. That's going to be a... I'm going to emergency charge, and it's going to miss. Ooh, nice. Okay. Shield raised. And she is going to reload and shoot again. No poison on this one. How about a 29? Miss. Okay. That is her turn. Havzi is going to hiss at you, rub its eyes a little bit. And then it's going to move over to here. Any reactions for you, Crunk? Unfortunately, I don't have op attack. And then four of its arms wrap around this archer, and it jumps and just dissipates both of them into the ground. And <sighs> they disappear. And we are out of initiative. Uh, things were just starting to get fun! Damn it. Jack just goes back onto the ground. Jack! Um, He'll sit down in the corner here. Gingham's gonna step up. What are you doing? Get up! The other one's coming. What other one? The big scary one. Well, if he is, it's not my problem anymore. You're just gonna lay there and die? You're gonna let me die? You're just gonna go running back into your room and lock the door? You're a little bit of a coward. I'm sorry, but uh, Jack's... Yeah... Kingham, is there anyone else to kill? See anybody? But I'm gonna go just crunk. Hang on, I'm looting. I'm looting the body. <laughs> oh, that's right. leading a lot, but okay. Oh, well, come over here. I- I'll be right there, Jack. <laughs> All right, let's see. So you're looting the body out there. Let's see. Yeah, I don't know if they're gonna here. come steal the body while I go inside. So he thinks he has to grab any like clues they have until we go. Riding over. That's a good idea, actually. Jack will get up and go to the mercenary. He's never <laughs> too weak to loot a body. Never too weak. It's just like, what? We're kindred hearts, honestly, Jack and Crunk. They're so different, yet alike. I have an idea. 
while you're doing that, the Mortalis coin, I think, is a armor a fixture. So while Jack is bending over looting something, Gingham's going to hop up on the thing behind Jack and just start. You'll probably feel like a tugging on your armor as Gingham is just. Gingham affixing. gets like swatted. No, like you, stop. You, oh, what are you doing? Why are you? Shh, you're sh- always sh- touching me. No, Why sh- are you always touching me? I am just. Pu- Would you hold still for oh, just. Oh, it's another one of your weird doodads. Okay, fine. It's a nice one. All right, Grunk, are you ready for some loot? I'm ready for loot. All right, so most notably, on top of uh, the body, is still resting that card. And that card looks like this. It says, the Brass Dwarf. I (laughs) think I should be able to show this to you guys. And M, since you're looting this, why don't you go ahead and explain what this card looks like. Okay, so this it looks like a brass dwarf, like a dwarf made out of brass, and he's got big, poofy, kissy lips, along with a nice, full, braided beard that has, like, metal rings and bars tied into it. His mustachio is massive and curly, also with big brass rings in it and he wears a crown with runes across the brow he is holding a hookah pipe uh like the end that you breathe out of and through his kissy lips he is exhaling a long swirling stream of smoke at waist level lies a cauldron just filled with burning coals that gives his whole like image a nice golden glow great description thank you so as soon as you pick up this haro card just like the previous ones you understand what it does it feels powerful it feels extraordinary it feels the same as when you got the paladin card Hmm? something special something powerful so you know that the brass dwarf represents invulnerability when you invest the brass dwarf you gain resistance to fire equal to half of your level And then as one action, once per hour, you can choose acid, cold, electricity, fire, mental, poison, or sonic. And you can't choose the type of damage it currently has, which is fire. And you can lose the resistance of fire and gain that resistance. And it's resistance five? Uh Uh-huh. And for one minute, you gain weakness equal to half of the level, uh, half your level to the damage type of the prior resistance. So right now, it gives you five fire resistance, right? Mm-hmm. Or sorry, it gives you fire resistance equal to half your level. Uh, and then you can spend an action to change that to something besides fire. And then instead of resisting fire, you'll be weak to fire for a minute. Okay, that's cool. What else do I find? So also on the body, he has got a pretty impressive looking axe. This is a plus two striking wounding battle axe. Cool, pick that up. He's got, uh, he's wearing plus one half plate. That token that he snapped at you on the ground looks broken. The kind of a sad ghost face looks like that's used up. But he's also wearing on his breastplate a steel-colored feather token, like a bird feather token. You want me to read what this does? Yeah, sure. All right. Each feather token appears to be a simple feather from some exotic bird. The feather's shaft, dipped in gold, bears a single arcane rune. Activating a feather token causes it to transform into another object, which can then be used as normal for that object. Each feather can be activated only once. 
with most of them permanently becoming the item in their description. Uh, this one, this one allows, it transforms into a small sparrow, and then it, like, delivers a little message. That's How cute. cute. That's yeah. adorable. That also seems like a clue. Like, he like maybe had a message he was going to deliver. Very interesting. All right, and that's all the loot you find, Crunk. Any loot on this merc? Uh, on the mercenaries. Good point, good point, good point. Let's well, see. only one mercenary. Right, only one died. Oh, experience. You guys, for that fight, earned yourselves some experience. <gasps> we did? You guys earned yourselves 120 experience. Boom. All right, so I will put these into the stash as well. These, uh, This mercenary, all of the... Uh, Little poison rags seem like they were used up here, but they are wearing plus one leather armor. They have a plus one striking rapier, and they have a plus one composite short bow. Hmm. Okay. They don't seem to be carrying anything else except for arrows, which I'm not going to make you guys track. Well, at the very least, these are worth money. So so true. Jack will take all the mercenary gear. Dyerol is gonna very nervously peek out the door. So uh, that's that's your friend out there? Yeah. Well, I, oh, probably. So so we we won? I don't know about this we thing, but we Jack points very noticeably at himself and Gingham and then outside. We won. Yes, that's correct. And you're not dead. So I suppose in Away, that is your own victory. Though no, I, I understand. Have nothing to saying. do with it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't help much. I just, I'm a card collector. I don't, I don't fight. I mean, I yeah. About these cards. Um, why don't you start with an explanation? Um, what do you mean? Uh, like, what are they? Why do they matter so much to all of these horrifying people? And well, let's start there. I mean, most of these cards don't matter to horrifying people. I mean, this I found one card, and he's going to hold it up, and uh, it looks very similar to the same deck of cards that you guys have been collecting. Tori, I'll let you explain this one. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Good luck! <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay, this one is called the Carnival. There are three upsetting figures on this card. Um, <laughs> namely, the most noticeable and facing the camera, as it were, is a large fat man who is dressed in bright, colorful clothing. He's got a red bow tie, bright green vest, yellow pinstripe shirt, and is blowing what appears to be a bubble, like a like piece of bubble gum or something. He's holding a bunch of colorful balloons in one hand, and he is seemingly facing two other figures uh, who are looking at him. One is a small infantile figure. Honestly, it looks like a, a large baby or something. Like the figure's bald and has a very large head, but I don't see the face, so who knows. And then the other one, most upsetting to me personally, is a very tall, very slender person with horrifyingly long arms 
I have a personal fear of Slenderman, so I'm not a fan of this particular silhouette. And they're wearing like a suit with a top hat. Anyway, it appears they're at some carnival or something, I'm assuming, based on the name of the card. Which is the carnival. Notably, I guess we should be talking about the suits of these different cards that you guys have been getting. So you guys, currently your possession, you have the uh, Rastorf, which is the suit of shields. You uh, are now looking at the Carnival, which is the suit of stars. You guys got, which ones, which other ones have you guys gotten so far? You guys have the, the Paladin. Vision. The Vision, right. Paladin is the suit of hammers. The Rabbit Prince is the suit of keys. And then the Vision, which is the suit of tomes. A lot of suits. A lot of different suits in a hard deck. Yeah, so he shows this card. I think that they were after this. Um, Where'd you find that? I just showed up. Showed up in my cart. I don't know how it got there. I know I didn't buy it. I know that I didn't collect it. But, I mean, it has to be... I don't mean to toot my own flute here, but I'm really good at Haro cards. I know everything about them. I know every Haro card that exists. I know about its creation, its history, its value. That's my business, Haro Borrow. I collect and sell Haro cards. And as soon as I got this card and I picked it up, I just, I, I knew it was something special, but also something dangerous. It's, as soon as I picked it up, I knew that somebody was chasing me. And this card has to be from a deck that's either extremely ancient, because I've never heard of it, or I guess extremely recent. But I didn't think much of it at first. I thought maybe it was a silly enchantment on it. But then I started having these horrifying dreams, and I knew that figures were chasing me. Not, not these figures, but they told me that it was the deck of destinies, and there was like a, a huge werewolf some man in some horrible demonic armor and some huge hulking black bird. And they were chasing me nonstop, telling me that I wasn't worthy of the deck. And so it scared me. So I just tried to get rid of it. I tried to get rid of the card. But every time I got rid of it, it just showed up again. Right on top of my, my wheelbarrow there of cards. I tried destroying it. Can't rip it. Try to rip it. He hands it out to Jack. He's like waving it in your face. Try to rip it. Oh, I, I, I get it. I get the idea. Watch yourself. I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm a little on edge. I've been running for days. I've hardly slept. I mean, I was going to help. I was going to try. I just had to muster up the courage. I don't, I've never been in a real fight before. These weapons are for show. I barely know how to use them. Just some, some basic lessons. But I really, I really appreciate you all showing up and, and trying to help me. You are here to help me, right? You're not here to kill me for the card? Oh. You can have it. I don't think you'll keep it. If you take it, and if you if you have it, it's probably just going to come back to me, and I promise I didn't steal it. But if you could try to take it from me, I would be very appreciative. Oh. You can all hold their hands up. Look at it. Yeah. As soon as you touch the card, Gingham, you feel the same familiar, powerful pull as all the other cards have. And you immediately know what this card does. So... The carnival represents false dreams. When you have the carnival invested, your flat check DCs to obtain reliable information from divination effects such as Augury or Read Fate, or the activation of this card are reduced by two. Casting a divination effect with a flat check, whether or not the flat check succeeds, gives a series of subtly different visions 
that don't confuse the meaning, but make you stupefied one for a round. <laughs> and then as an action once per day, you can peer into the future, witness yourself walking through a colorful but vaguely sinister carnival, meeting a variety of strange people. One of these people looks more genuine than the other and resembles someone you're likely to meet for the first time in the next 24 hours. This resemblance might be metaphorical, such as a clown signifying someone who is silly, or a stilt walker representing someone who is tall. You also get a sense for whether the person can be trusted, should be distrusted, or neither, based on how you're most likely to interact with you and your allies. Um, the GM decides who this new person might be, and then roll. I roll a flat check. And on a failure, the result is always neither, making it hard to determine whether neither result is accurate or inaccurate. So it's kind of like a weird augury of sorts that you can do once per day. But about somebody that you're going to meet. That's cool. That's honestly really neat. Yeah. Ah. Now, Gingham, so you're you're taking this card, right? Yeah. All right. So you take the card. He closes his eyes. And then he opens his eyes and looks again. Oh, it didn't come back. He goes over no. to the wheelbarrow of cards and starts, like, throwing cards frantically around, looking through cards. You still have it? Gingham just holds it up. Oh, thank all of the gods, the evil, the good. Just thank anybody for letting me be rid of that card. I don't want it. Please keep it. I'm really sorry if you get followed or if something starts chasing you, but no offense, you're more capable than me and I'd rather have it be you than me. Yeah, we're already in a bit of trouble ourselves anyway. I don't. Hmm. Never mind. We can handle this, I believe. We've handled everything that has happened so far. And I hope that you'll put in a good word for us with your friends in return. We have, we've met our Aaron. He looks like he's completely ignoring you, Crunk, and kind of steps back and looks a little worried, and he, he points at all of you. And as all of you guys look, you can see all of the Haro cards that you've collected recently are all floating above your heads now and uh, spinning around. Oh. They start to quickly like form a circle around all three of you and just start spinning in a very, very fast circle. And then a sudden sense of vertigo overwhelms you as a thunderous sound fills the air of what must be a colossal deck of cards being shuffled. Just that flickering sound, but like a massive deck just thundering on the sky. The world around each and every one of you flickers and fades as images of a new reality viewed as if in a series of rapidly flashing pages, flipping over and over, manifests before you. This vision shows you a sprawling valley surrounded by impossibly tall mountains. Within the valley lies a forest, swamps, deserts, and plains, and a massive lake. At the valley's heart sits a lonely castle atop a low hill surrounded by a village. A sudden sense of homesickness seems to rise up from that castle. Just uh, in all of your stomachs, you feel like you long to be there. And then just as quickly as it began, the vision comes to an end and everything snaps back into the uh, stirrup and barding that you guys were having. And all three of you are laying on your backs on the ground. Your Haro cards that you've collected and bested laying very gently on your chest. Dyrol is very worriedly standing above you all. I didn't kill you, I swear I didn't do it. You all just collapsed that way. I'm not trying to trick you, I'm so sorry. Can I just stay down here this time? Kronk is going to reach a hand over to you and just drop his palm on your chest and do a lay on hands. 
Thank you. <laughs> you can heal for 36 healing. It just like a warmth spreads out through your chest from his palm. And he's just going to do a slow groan. Ugh. I never expect what happens to us. You all hear a voice in your heads. An echo. Wielder of the cards. One of each suit. Combine them together. Open the portal. Open the portal. This is your destiny. The deck chooses you. Open the portal to Harrowcourt. And then the voice fades. Where the fuck is Harrowcourt? You all just had like a shared vision? It happens sometimes. Does it? Did you have a vision about the, uh, a game shop? A game shop? No? I assumed it was linked to the cards. I just had the freaking terrifying werewolf and demon man and bird. And they were chasing me and telling me I wasn't worthy. And I don't think I shared it with anyone. I'm sorry, I'm really tense. I need to sleep. Uh, you're all welcome to stay here. I don't really have, like, legitimate beds, but this is my safe hiding spot. I guess there's holes in the roof now, so maybe less safe. And also, bad guys found me here, but... I mean, you're welcome to. I don't own it. It's abandoned. I mean, I think it's technically a crime to stay here. I just feel like I should be open about that, but I don't think anybody will find you here. Darnell, please calm yourself. Dyrell. Really? Nobody cares. Jack gets up and starts hobbling over to the spear on the wall. Is there still a magic spear? Yeah, there sure is. All right. He goes over and he yanks it off the wall and he looks at Dyrell and he says, this is my fee. And then that's, he... That's not even mine. He goes walking over around the corner and starts setting up his bed. Thanks for tuning in. If you enjoyed the show, please share your thoughts with us in review and maybe tell a fellow geek about it. If you like what we do and want more, you can find all of our links in the show notes, including our YouTube, where we've posted all of our actual play videos. You can also show your support by purchasing dice and accessories from Fanroll Dice with the coupon code LEVEL1GEEK for 10% off. Now, go take a long rest, drink plenty of water, and we'll catch you next time. Welcome, peasants. Welcome to the House of Pain. Okay, well, I'm starting it right there in the video recording, so. <laughs> I still hear nothing on the refresh, but that's fine. I don't need it's to hear it. It's not really. There's not there's much not ambiance, much. if any. Here, do you want me to just mimic it for you? Em, yeah, the whole time? Yeah. you would. That'd be great. <laughs> squeak. <laughs> Man, that the was The says squeak. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tori's yeah, dead on. That's, that's what's <laughs> that's what it happening. Sounds like that's why I'm saying you're not missing much. I'm actually more upset that I'm <laughs> missing a professional voice actor going. Skoink. His name is Kronk, 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 Kronk. I got myself in foundry. So we can jump back in, yeah. all laughing at Tori. <laughs> you want to count us in to laugh at Tori? Yeah. Wow. Oh my gosh. Laugh at Tori on uh, three, two, one.
Uh, what a loser. Oh my gosh. 